Pacific. With me today, as always, my trusty partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Mayhall of 3D Gloop. Andrew, how are you this fine week? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, awesome. You know, it's uh, one of those weeks where we just kind of, you know, peaks, yeah. peaks and valleys. <laughs> Ups but, you know, and downs, you, yeah. You look at that, and uh, I like to think, uh, you know, the, the line is always kind of slanting upwards. So it's like we make, make our little progress, and that's... That's uh, that's all you can really ask for uh, these days. It's fantastic. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's been a it's been an interesting week. Uh, we were talking ahead of the show that it's funny that if we didn't have this, what, I'm going to let you guys in on a little bit of a secret here. Uh, everybody in the chat that's with us, greetings, welcome. Uh, <laughs> that if we didn't have this show, like the the whole reason we do this is this is the only opportunity we have to actually look at ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and evaluate the hair and like if we need a haircut and all that stuff. So, you know, if anybody, trim, yeah, you know. Beard trim. <laughs> if anybody's listening back on the podcast uh, later, as I mentioned, we record every uh, Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific on YouTube. So feel free to come and join us. Chime in uh, on the on the chat. We love your feedback uh, that way. So that's what we're talking about. You can't see us. You can only hear us. Uh, but that's mm. fine because this is a podcast, so you don't need to see us, and it's mostly pretty boring anyway. You're just seeing two talking heads with some yep. um, fake stained glass in the background. But uh, <laughs> this week, uh, we're going to get into customer retention, and more specifically, we kind of teased this last week on last week's pod, um, the cost of finding new customers versus retaining mm-hmm. old make new customers but keep the old one is silver the other mm-hmm. is gold it's, that's it's our variant on the whole thing right yeah but uh we'll get into that in a second you know what's coming first we like to share before we get into the meat and potatoes all of the essential calls to action so the first is smash the like button subscribe uh tell a all friend of that give us a comment yeah. tweet at us all that stuff all the information for that is down below in the description and our our lower third here uh you can find us both on the twitters at repcord and at 3d gloop we love hearing from you uh also we've got the maker that money hotline link above us if you're brave enough to want to call in we are a call-in show uh so we haven't had anyone in a while we haven't had any callers <laughs> in a while and that's fine uh because yeah. it's more time for me to get to listen to myself which is also what this is oh really that's about yeah that's this what this is all about <laughs> all about <laughs> yeah yeah my vanity knows no bounds um but uh the other the other thing that we always do at the top of the show or we try to always do is to, let's focus on the positive right let's talk about mm-hmm. some wins so you know it was coming man i hope you had your win uh. I hope you had your yep. win ready, and it's going to be a new I got one. and exciting win. Go. Okay. Well, I don't know how exciting it is, it but be you know, it's pretty nerdy. Okay, um, nerdy's good. You know, we 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 have uh, we we've been spending the whole uh, past couple of weeks uh, building out our SKU that stands for Stock Keeping Unit. Um, oh, that's what you know, paradigm, if you will. Yeah. So relabeling all of our stuff so it has barcodes and numbers and. All of that other fun stuff. <laughs> well, that's listen. As silly and nerdy as that sounds, I can attest to how important that is as a key function mm-hmm. of organization. And you might you might laugh if you're listening in and be like, "Wait a minute, you have no inventory control, or you haven't done that yet, and you've been in business for this long." I mean, yeah. we've had skews, but we've rarely had consistency and tied them to inventory and inventory still continues to be a struggle for us as we layer on new things. And I know there's always better ways, right. To to Mm -hmm. do it and stuff like that. So I'm going to piggyback off of you and say that we've been working on some new stuff too. And my main beef is how often we seem to still go to zero on some (laughs) stuff before like purchasing AKA we're out of stickers gets the notice. <laughs> right. And so it's just like, how is this still a problem? Um, yeah. and we've tried a number of different things. You know, we have, there's a big whiteboard, like literally, literally in front of my desk that just says like, you know, out of stock zero only 10 left or whatever it is. And we have tried to implement a min max system and we can talk more on inventory control at another time. Mm-hmm. But, um, and we've looked at an ERP system, and a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, you got to have an ERP or an MRP or you know, like all this mm-hmm. stuff." And I'm like, "No, I am. I'm strongly against adding 
expense and complexity at the level mm-hmm. that we're at. I'm taking a more pragmatic approach. I believe this is solvable with basic spreadsheet tools. And yes, mm-hmm. it can always be better and stuff like that. But we came up with a system that looking at 80-20 is, I think, going to meet a good amount of, at least take care of this initial pain point. And what it mm-hmm. is, is just a basic, like, there are tabs on my spreadsheet for the products that we fabricate, that we resell. Mm-hmm. And those subsheets, basically, you just, there's a minimum quantity number that we establish for each. And that's based on how long it usually takes us to get more, right? So what kind of lead time we anticipate for it. Yep. And and then an on-hand number. And so every Wednesday, when we have no no shift Wednesday, or that's the plan, we go through, we do an inventory count, which is it's it's really it's really more about data entry than anything, right? No matter what yeah. tool you're doing, <laughs> you just have to be consistent about making sure those numbers are updated. So we go in, yeah. we update that spreadsheet, and there's trick ways to go about it in the future. Like maybe we can get barcoding and things that make it easier than having to go down the spreadsheet and find the right column or, mm-hmm. or row. But uh, you basically, when that number dips below the min value, it will automatically highlight it and then kick it over to a separate purchasing spreadsheet that lives up on my wall. So now I have a digital purchasing spreadsheet that I can access anywhere, not just sitting at my desk at work, Uh, Mm -hmm. just using some nice conditional logic in there. Pretty basic, but I think it's going to cover a lot of ground. So I'm excited to implement that. The main thing is going to be Minimizing that garbage in, garbage out problem where mm-hmm. we got to have updated numbers on a regular basis. And it is tedious going around and counting some of these things. So a lot of the systems Ugh. are yes. about making it easy on your team to get a count. And it doesn't necessarily have to be one-to-one. Like, if we know we have a full bin or whatever, we can get a rough estimate. It's mm-hmm. What I don't want is, hey, we're getting ri- like getting those flags in earlier. And it's silly stuff, like stickers and like boxes and baggies Mm -hmm. and things that we haven't like even kind of properly put into the inventory stuff we're out Mm -hmm. of toilet paper in the bathroom like it's like literally (laughs) that stuff so it all goes there now uh so there's office supplies labels all that and nice so i'm excited nice we'll see that's awesome ask ask me in a few months and stuff how it's going yeah hopefully that makes it a lot smoother to run things so yeah 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 all right, let's get let's get a couple shout outs in real quick. Mike with all his plug man, we he's not even he's he, the most underpaid yeah. guy in the chat in that we pay him nothing <laughs> and he just is telling people to buy our stuff he's on and it to all subscribe. The time. He is not he, that I, I promise you, he is not a plant. Uh he does this of his own <laughs> kindness. Uh we appreciate him. Zombie Hedgehog, good afternoon to you. How's it going? To the East Coast. We're on the I'm on the West Coast. Andrew's in the central. Central. In the central. in the heartland. Yep. Uh so it's it's just morning. We're just getting started here. Um, but uh I know Andrew's probably been up for hours and already done tons and tons hours. of stuff. Yeah. Vishal, yeah. good to see you, my friend. Um King of the Slice Works. We love slice works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got he gave me some of his filament to try. It's sitting right here, and I'm nice. waiting for the right. I need to get some. I'm waiting for the right opportunity yeah. for the right print. Uh, it's a nice gray, nice. and I like a good gray. And I'll tell you why, because gray okay. just is the best color for showing detail in mm-hmm. prints generally. There's something about well, the way the light white reflects white it. blows it out, and yep. black is too dark to see shadows. Yeah, so it's great, yeah, it's it's just perfect. like a nice gray. Yeah. I like a nice gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Flying purple cow. Good morning, uh, local maker, Michigan K two king of the uh, rep. I, th- I think he might have. Well, I don't know if he does or not, but he's he's always uh, t- telling us about how much he loves his rep racks, which we appreciate. Oh, nice. Pez Liz, happy lunch to you. It's lunchtime. Lunchtime, Liz. We'll call her. Vast CNC. Uh, I've, I've not seen your face here before, but welcome if you're new. Brought a bunch of Polymaker filament on 3D Print General's 100K stream. Oh, I heard so about he that. It was like a 50% off discount. Well. So That's a smoking deal, man. Yeah, lots of yeah. good Black Friday deals. We moved a lot of stuff. Screwed up a mm-hmm. few orders too, but hey, that's that's <laughs> what happens. Uh, Phantom Printer says he's got some of our filament that came the other day. Can't wait to try it. I love to hear and see. Post what you post what you print, man. Um, and Alex, uh, our friend across the pond, uh, mm-hmm. fellow business owner as well. I hope you are well. 
uh, as well. So okay, we've done all the home, the house, the housekeeping. Awesome. The homework. Uh, we'll continue to continue to feed us your commentary and questions. You never know; I might pick on you at some point. Um, but let's dive in on customer retention. So first question for you, Andrew, is what does it mean? What does customer retention even mean? Ooh. What does that mean? To okay. You? Yeah. So well, I mean, it means. I mean, kind of in the name, retaining those customers. So, (laughs) you know, let's say, let's say, for instance, uh, you know, a customer comes and buys a product and then, you know, you don't see them again. Uh, There's, there's a handoff, there's an exchange of goods. Does that customer come back to buy more goods? Uh, You know, how... Yeah. How do you how do you continue bringing that customer back in? Like, let's, you know, say we, we have a physical store and we're, you know, running our, our bakery. We want to we we want to have the best dang donuts or muffins that, you know, we can make so that when a customer comes in and buys it, they're like, oh, this muffin or this donut is so dang good. I've got to go back the next day. Right. That is customer retention. How right. can we keep them coming back day in and day out? Get them addicted. So. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So have a product that has addic- addictive properties is what you're saying is the best mm-hmm. way to retain Absolutely. customers. Yeah. 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 That's actually, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I'll bet some drug dealers have some of the best customer retention data there is, uh, the stats. Probably. That, and they're, <laughs> I know they're, they're mining their stats too, you know, so mm-hmm. they're, they're aware. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of um, course. Okay. Yeah. No. So, so good. So when we look at this, I mean, to me, it seems maybe there's some analogy to, uh, you know, employment and hiring to some extent where we hear the, the phrase you're, you're better off retaining an existing customer or continuing to sell to your existing customers than you are having Mm to hire and train new employees. There's, there's truth Mm -hmm. to that. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I, I mean, when it when it comes down to when it comes down to a, a customer that you already know, um, let's say for instance they've they've come in and you you have a usual again. Let's go back to that bakery analogy. Mm-hmm. You have a usual, so you can kind of depend on these, and you know that it's not going to cost you anything for that customer to come back in. Right. Uh, maybe you give them a small discount, but that is something where you're saying, okay, hey, I'm going to depend on you coming back, so I'm going to give you a ten percent discount. You got a usual repeat customer, whereas the cost of getting someone new might even be higher like let's talk about advertising Uh, i'm gonna advertise my bakery well now i've got to put an ad out in the newspaper or maybe on the television or a radio show it's gonna cost me money to get people to come into my store right and that's expensive yeah and you know then it's all about how do i keep them as a customer because i just invested a bunch of money in that now i gotta figure out how to keep them right (laughs) right So churn and burn so, is 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 costly to some mm-hmm. extent too. It's, it doesn't do you any good if you attract customers in and then they ultimately feel like they were sold something they didn't expect or want or whatever. And these are mm-hmm. as as obvious as that may sound to you guys. These are little sales tactics. Like a lot of companies mm-hmm. just don't care, and it depends on what the product is, right? If it's a fad based thing or if it's like, hey, we got to get while exactly. the getting's good. We don't care. Just mm-hmm. get the sales. Get the sales, right? Yep. But that's a short-sighted. You know, we're in it for the long game. You know, I want to be oh, around. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I, at some point, you're gonna burn too many people where nobody's gonna trust you anymore. I mean, that's about building brand. That's reputation. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, I I know that that's not appealing to a lot of salespeople. Like 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 they want they want to chase that high of you know, I did this and got this result. And yep. a lot of times that is a like slow, long burn, long tail effort. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you, you kind of need a little of both sometimes. I, I mean, sometimes there's a little bit of a one, two punch. Obviously you gotta, you're going to burst. You're going to still have to bring in, if you want to grow, you got to oh, bring sure. in new customers. You got to introduce new products and ideas and mm-hmm. have things to sell. Or you, you maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. There's plenty of companies that sure. just, Lots well, of yeah, so, just one product. So, so what do you think? Yeah, so so if you if you had a you know, let's let's go back to that bakery analogy again. If you had a, you know, a, a bakery in a in a small town and you knew that, you know, like all of the customers were going to come back every single day, that's great, but you're not growing your business. You're going to forever maintain, but I would argue that uh, you know, a plateau or a forever maintaining is actually a negative strategy because at some point those customers are going to move out of town or they're not going to, you know, maybe, you know, something happens. They're not going to be able to make it in. You're not going to be able to continue selling to every single one of them. There's yep. a natural drop-off rate, yep. right? And at some point, 
if you're not getting those new customers in, you're never going to grow. And in fact, you're probably headed for brick wall, unfortunately, hmm. uh, where, you know, it's going to come to a stop. That's where it's important to, you know, obviously continue marketing, continue getting out and trying to bring in those new customers if your intention is to grow and even maintain. Because again, there's that natural churn that's going to happen with your customers, even if you had a long-term, you know, a reoccurring customer base. You know, this is a really interesting topic and I'm going to I'm going to tease this right now because I as soon as I we're done with this I want to <laughs> go throw it on the future idea thing but like the concept of sustainability and this has been in the zeitgeist a little bit lately in the context of mm -hmm. some um YouTubers and and basically mm -hmm. people that are in the business of being an influencer of being a, sure. a content creator on on these things. The sustainability piece with your business, one, it's it's so interwoven with what what is your strategy? What are you trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. Like how long are you trying to be around? Because it doesn't do you any good if you get on that loop where you're required to continue to grow in order mm -hmm. to continue to pay for the more people that you've hired and the more inventory you like, like that can really, really add up quick mm -hmm. and burn you out. And I've been sure. I've been in danger of it. You've been in danger of it. Like we 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 really don't talk about that as business owners nearly as much as I think we should. Sure. Because I sure. have met a number of, and and I think about the bakery example, but I think a lot of like mom and pop shops where they're mm -hmm. where they're just like, no, you know, we're only going to be open Monday through Friday for breakfast mm -hmm. and lunch. And then yep. they still have to pay their rent for the week. And they're missing out on a huge opportunity for like weekend crowds and dinner and all this stuff. And they're like, we don't care. Like mm -hmm. we are totally happy for this to be a, a, a comfortable, fun lifestyle. The minute that we keep Absolutely. chasing after growth and that is mm -hmm. a perfectly valid position, but it's also oh, a yes. luxury in my opinion of longevity to some extent, mm -hmm. right? Like you have that degree of loyalty where the company is sustainable in that way. To me, that mm -hmm. feels like a healthy place to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I it's I'll, I don't know about your goals, but it's like I would <clears throat> I make it very clear on my customer service stuff. We are open Monday through Friday or we are, our customer service hours are Monday mm -hmm. through Friday 9 to 5. Sure. Yep. Um we're open. I mean, I'm working on stuff all the time and, and mm -hmm. I even have people helping with productions off hours, but the goal is that I don't, I'm not trying to grow this thing into a monster where we're, I'm burning through people. We're running multiple, like I could have swing shifts produ producing and all sorts of other stuff. Oh, sure. That's not, mm -hmm. that doesn't do anybody any good if you're not around and you've burned your, you've driven yourself out, you know, crazy. Absolutely. And so I mm -hmm. know that like, yes, I want to grow, but I want to do so in a sustainable fashion. That's why we talk about bootstrapping versus mm -hmm. seeking venture funding and, you know, why the financial structure, you know, is mm -hmm. what it is. Now that the flip side of that is that you're going to feel like it's tight a lot of the time uh, yep. as you're in these growth phases, but Absolutely. I, I think that's a fantastic. Be, yeah, I, I think that's a fantastic, you know, mm. uh, you know, talking point for a future show. But I think it also really kind of ties in, you know, exactly what we're talking about here is, you know, in terms of that customer retention, and then, you know, getting that getting those new customers, that cost of getting those new customers, and the cost of growth, because, you know, ultimately, again, like I was trying to say, I think that if you are constantly only marketing to your existing customers, at some point, it is going to run dry. That well is going to dry up a bit and you're then going to be on a downward trajectory. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a, it's a balance, right? It's absolutely balance. I think so, it can be, but again, it, it totally depends on your product. Like if you're selling a consumable, sure. um, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you're, you're right. Like, yes, you, you always want mm -hmm. new customers to, to come in and stuff. But like, I, I think I've seen some pretty viable businesses where they're just like, Hey, let's, Let's get that repeat customer and like keep going. And 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 there sure. is there is an inherent amount of like people just via word of mouth, right? Like that's that's mm -hmm. a really good in, in my opinion, that's the best marketing that there possibly is. Like oh, when yes. you don't have to mm -hmm. actively go out and spend money mm -hmm. on advertising. And we're really yeah. lucky that the, most of our customer base <laughs> is that way. That, yep. that people see a rep box or a rep rack mm -hmm. or any of the things we have, uh, and they go, what is that? I want that for my makerspace or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And and now I've got people advocating for me, uh, mm -hmm. like like Mike, yep. who I don't pay, you know, and I, and I yep. appreciate them. But 
that is not an e- that takes a lot of time and you have to give to the community you have to participate sure. in the community you have to you have to be more of that mom and pop shop right like mm-hmm. i think a mm-hmm. lot of people and i don't want to yeah turns tell me if in the chat if you feel so but it's like <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people look at me the same way that they look at some of the other people in the 3d printing industry when they think that when they think repcord they think pooch a lot of the time right like mm-hmm. we are we are yep. pretty synonymous right oh i want to yep. i want to work with pooch Whereas when you're thinking about, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but if you're trying to think about Matter Hackers or something like that, like it's it's more mm-hmm. like no, I go to Matter Hackers as the store, but I I don't yep. I, I don't have a personal yep. relationship in the same way. Um, Absolutely. Which I, I'm still mm-hmm. I'm a small, uh, you know, no, no no disrespect to Matter Hackers. I'm just saying it's a completely different model when you're trying to mm-hmm. be the 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 bigger uh, reseller store, you know, interface. I don't know. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so you know, I, I think I think uh, you know to to kind of move the the conversation forward a bit in in terms of if you are trying to get new customers, um, how does how does one do that? How does one even you know uh, like balance that you know as as you're kind of talking like you, you know having these repeat customers so how do you get a new customer and then turn them into that repeat customer right uh you, you know because that's that's the you know important part so you know you're talking about how you know you have you know people uh you know here in the chat or just in general they're, they're thinking like oh i want to work with repcord that means pooch right how do you get to that point right so, th- so that, what is that process that's a that's a <laughs> and and i'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the secret. It's not really any kind of secret, but uh, it's it's the, it's the same as the secret for building followers on YouTube or any other content creation platform or social media. It's engagement. Mm-hmm. It's yep. 100% about engagement. And mm-hmm. uh, we do that in a number of different ways. So the first thing most people are going to think of is like customer service, right? So mm-hmm. you, um, I, I oftentimes say like the, the orders we screw up often end up being mm-hmm. the best because we are required to engage to fix yep. a problem. So it starts as a negative a lot of the time, but, but mm-hmm. the people's impression of who you are and the business and who you are is like what you do when things go wrong, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you're really great sure. on. Like there are mm-hmm. so many customers that just like got what I wanted, happy, never hear from them again. They don't do mm-hmm. you much good because they yep. haven't really gotten to know who you are, what you're about, and how you problem solve for mm-hmm. them, how you're making their life better. Mm-hmm. That's one way. Another way mm-hmm. is going to these shows that we talk about, like being out in front, participating in the community events, the Rep Rap festivals for us, or whatever your your industry mm-hmm. festival is. You have to put in some FaceTime. You yep. have to engage. Like I know a lot of people are not into social media, and they say like, "Oh, it's toxic and all this stuff." Yeah, there are corners of any group, whether it's social media or mm-hmm. or any physical group. There's always those people that are the curmudgeons that are just bringing everybody down. But honestly, if you step back and look at it, and say like, yep. you don't have to engage with the entire group. And we're mm-hmm. lucky that social media gives us the tools to block and mute and do all yep. these other things that can you can cultivate that list. And now participate in a conversation in a way that is a really positive thing. Like I love Twitter. I know there's a lot of people mm-hmm. throwing a lot of shade at Twitter these days because of what mm-hmm. what Elon's doing is toxic and all this stuff. And I'm like, the 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 mm-hmm. area that I'm in is is generally pretty positive. Like yes, yeah. I can I can go out I can go out of bounds sometimes, and sometimes I I'm guilty of like getting a little snarky sure. on stuff or whatever. But it's <laughs> honestly it's entertaining. It's val it's value and stuff like. But same for any other platform, Instagram, Facebook, all this other stuff. And they each kind of have mm-hmm. their little nuances, right? Like, oh, yeah, I don't like Facebook groups as much because I think there's more toxicity or Reddit or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is getting your face out there, engaging in some conversation, maybe some healthy debate sometimes as mm-hmm. long as the discourse yeah. is is good. Um, you know, not engaging the, the trolls, don't feed the trolls and all that stuff. And that takes some time. And, and sometimes you're going to, sure. But I mean, that is engagement. And I think that does Mm -hmm. have value and, and there is value in this the same way. If you're trying to be a, an influencer, YouTuber, content creator, it's Mm -hmm. retention and engagement. Those are the two main tools. I was having a 
fantastic conversation with Mars Gizmo on this uh, at Form Next and uh, talked to him last week as okay. well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look at uh, why um, Adrian has been so successful with his channel. He is, as, as, as interesting as this is, he is the largest YouTuber in the 3D printing space there is. And like most people don't think Mars Gizmo when they think of who are the primary uh, mm-hmm. influencers, but he, by following and by uh, amount of mm-hmm. content and stuff. And it's because he's a student of the system. He has learned very readily how mm. to get the best engagement and the best retention. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's the same, same for any business, engagement and retention. So retention is what we talked about earlier, right? When you yep. engage them, you you get them involved in the conversation. You let them understand who you are. It's a lot harder to throw shade at somebody when you're you're face to face with them or where you where you know you're like oh no no that he's a, mm-hmm. he's a good dude when people yep. don't know you from adam and i don't mm-hmm. mean any specific adam i'm just using the say, the saying <laughs> uh th- then it's very easy for them to make assumptions right you want to limit oh, sure. the amount of assumptions that they can make so you tell mm-hmm. me now what you think the key to retention and and uh uh getting that that it- engagement is yeah, well, so you know, we're we're kind of in an interesting space because we have a consumable product, um, you know, and so I'll speak from my experience here when it comes to working with this consumable product and our customers specifically. Um, it, you know, for us, uh, very similar to what you're saying, it's about that engagement, but it's also about taking that opportunity to make something that happened, you know, a bad situation a little bit better. If there are things that we can do to to help that, you know, customer out, or you know, things that we can do to kind of win over that, uh, you know, that that lifetime support, because I, I I've seen it again firsthand, like what you're saying. Oftentimes, it's the negative situations that allow you to have a touch point with that customer, yep. and then they get to see who you are as an individual, but also as an organization as a whole, and that completely changes things. You know, I can't tell you how many times that I'd get emails where you know they come out guns blazing, and oh God, yeah. you know they're very upset, yeah. and then all of a sudden they 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 realize, oh wait you're actually talking to me and communicating to me and you hear that customer and then they're just like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. this is nice. This is a good change of pace, which it's terrible that it's like that, but you know, it, it absolutely, it absolutely helps. Um, for us as well. I think it comes down to listening to customer feedback. Uh, there are plenty of times where our product has failed in some regard or some fashion and, you know, trying to figure out how could we make that product better and then provide, again, a good high quality product or own the mistakes that you make. Um, you know, we, we've had an issue where, you know, we shipped out a bad batch and we like called out everything saying, hey, listen, we screwed up you know, please get in touch. Again, it's a little bit more of a, okay, we screwed up. Can you contact us? But owning those mistakes publicly right. and being transparent about it, I think also goes a really long way. Oh, it's um, huge. Huge. You know, yeah. And then and then the next piece is, is, again, this is, I think, really coming back to being a consumable product. But if you have a good, high-quality product that, you know, a customer enjoys using, they're naturally going to be, again, more, you know, uh, prone to coming back. So uh, that bakery analogy, you give them a really good muffin or a really good donut, yep. they're probably going to come back when it comes time to get, you know, when they're hungry again. Yep. In this case, they come back when they're like, oh, hey, I need more glue. You know, there it is. They're right yeah. there. And in many cases, we could reward that customer for coming back. So these are things where, you know, yes, we are going to give a customer, a returning customer, a slight discount. It costs us a little bit, but in the long run, we're going to drive up what we call that li- uh, customer lifetime value number. And right. so in business, that's incredibly valuable because whether it's whether it's coming from planning and forecasting your sales, or if let's say, for instance, you're trying to go out and either get a bank loan or raise some money to grow your business, knowing what your you know customer lifetime value is, is mm. immensely you know beneficial because now you're able to say, well, I know that if I sell X number of bottles of Gloop this month, I'm going to convert 20% of those to recurring returning customers over the course of 96 days. Right. And so these are actually some some real numbers. Like I'm throwing out some real numbers here, like around 20, 22%. Sharpen your pencils, guys. You know, yeah. they would convert into 
uh, you know, a, a new customer in an average of 96 days, they would come back and purchase another bottle of our product. And from there, we can then start counting on this. And that customer lifetime value creeps up every time they come in and purchase. And now we have, uh, you know, around a $200 customer lifetime value. So we know that if a customer is converted into a recurring customer, we can on average expect around $200 of income revenue from that one individual customer. Multiply yeah. that over the course of not however many customers, now it becomes a numbers game. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, it's yeah. all about numbers for us because we do absolutely care about the customers. But sure. this is where it becomes so important to have those reoccurring customers. And sure. then on top of that, for growth to get those new customers because it's it's a numbers engine. So the more numbers you feed it, potentially the more numbers you're going to get out of it. Right. Well, the C the CLV is an interesting metric, uh, and I, I know you're far you're a far greater mm -hmm. student of of these like kind of metrics and stuff. I've never actually calculated out what ours is. Mm -hmm. I I would imagine because we have a higher price point, it would be different for me, obviously, than for yeah. you. But mm -hmm. you have a consumable, and I have mm -hmm. a, uh, a a more of a one time or a one you know, maybe, time. maybe i can sell mm -hmm. upgraded versions and stuff like that so it's 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 variable mm -hmm. you never know and and then obviously as we expand our portfolio and have offerings in different ways like your clv is going to vary depending on like mm -hmm. what your customer came for um mm -hmm. but obviously you have something that can average out and it's a probably it's a good stat to have on hand so if you like you said if you're trying to seek funding if you're trying to seek investment and you can say like no this is like our recurring customer base and all that stuff um, I want to go to the chat for a second, just for a, a couple sure. comments. Uh, lots of lots of good stuff in here. First of all, we talked about events earlier. There is a, a proposed new rep rap festival coming up called the Rocky Mountain Rep Rap Festival in mm -hmm. April in uh, the Denver, Colorado region, which is a nice nice place yep. to be. So shout out to them. Um, we always love rep rap festivals. I I hope uh, uh, they're able yes. to to get it off the ground and, and go in. I'm watching very with, with, with much interest. <laughs> um, yep. Phantom printer was talking about that. Awesome. Uh, what else did we have in here? Uh, oh, Mike says, anytime you're at an event, speaking of events, you're a billboard for your brand. Um, absolutely. Uh, one of the things I would add, or maybe as a little sub, uh, subheading to it is like, uh, to me, a lot of times it's about adding, that humanity to the whole process. Mm -hmm. And so anytime people can associate, like I'm dealing with an individual because we talk about, mm -hmm. we like to vent like, Hey, look at what this oh, yes. customer said. Like there are so many people that are so frustrated and have such a low expectation of customer service these days that they feel mm -hmm. like they, they, they rant or they, they send a snark, uh, like a, terrible email because they just don't expect to get any return. It's like cathartic for them. Mm -hmm. And then when they get a response, they immediately, it, not always, but like a, a lot of times for me, they'll change their tune. Like, oh my God, you replied. And I'm like, yeah, of course I replied. I'm like, on the, you're sending an email mm -hmm. to my support thing. Yep. What's, mm -hmm. what, I had a tweet earlier in the week where somebody decided they were going to use a fake name and a fake email literally because they just wanted <laughs> to like slap me uh, because they, you know, didn't like uh, the, the the build uh -huh. video or something like that. And that, that happens uh -huh. from time to time too. And you know, you, the, the, you have to have a thick skin around that. Like I, I actually, I've told you before, like I love when things go wrong as backwards mm -hmm. as I don't, I'm ashamed, you know, immediately. And I feel it, they're terrible to wake up to when somebody's pissed off, but if they're giving you an opportunity to correct, then that is mm -hmm. an opportunity. And that is an opportunity again, to win them over as somebody in the mm -hmm. was it chem nerd, uh, asked, he's like, oh, you screwed up our, your, our order intentionally. So you can want me to win me for life. Well, you did. Yep. I, I don't know what we did, but, um, I promise we don't do it intentionally. Like we yeah. have enough, uh, screw up. We have, we have secret dice where we roll oh, no, it. You're like, okay, I, this order, we're going to screw up. <laughs> this is, this is an opportunity to win this guy over. Let's kind of fudge it and see what happens. Now mm -hmm. I'm not that smart. We're, we're unfortunately still struggling as we grow and have, <laughs> training for other people and stuff just gets missed and you can't mm -hmm. you can't beat yourself up about it it's what you do about it and how you fix it and stuff and and mm -hmm. most the vast majority of people are very kind about it hey uh they'll their approaches I, I i love it even when they're like 
did I miss something? Is there, you know, the, yep. like, like, is it yeah. my fault somehow? And I'm like, no, 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 we, yeah. we messed up. Like, yep. we'll send you another one. Here's a tracking number. Like, we'll make it right. Yep. We always make it right. Yep. Uh, there, there are times when expectations of what somebody should be entitled to don't necessarily line up, but the vast mm-hmm. majority of the time, it's a good opportunity and not just the customer piece, but that that's where the learning lives that I like to say as well. It, it helps us refine our process. So these things happen less often so that we can improve our products so that we can be more efficient and more effective mm-hmm. and more profitable and all those things. So it's a good thing. It's just sucks in the moment mm-hmm. sometimes sure yeah um but uh yeah so so yeah kemner no we didn't screw it up on purpose um yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like advanced <laughs> advanced chess and, and it could backfire on us as well too because there are times where, pe- oh, where yeah. people are just beyond help you never know who you're going to trigger or who you're going to run across uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, adding some humanity to it, make it so that people understand who they're dealing with. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I have, there's still a lot of opportunity for us to improve. Um, you know, the about section of the website, I think a lot more people, when I'm looking at the analytics, go there and try to look and understand who they're dealing with because there's a lot yeah, of that's people a that really interesting point. We see very similar. Yeah. They mm-hmm. assume that, uh, when you don't give them any context, they'll be like, Oh, this is like a, a 30 person company and a skyscraper somewhere, or mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. the funniest email sometimes. We'd love to come down to your corporate office and meet with yep. your team and all this stuff. I'm like, my corporate office is my garage and it's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least that's what it was originally. Um, yeah, we don't have a corporate office. We have a metal building, uh, with a <laughs> tiny little built out, you know, office space in it. Uh, so it's, it's, it's funny. And I, yeah, we're not generally open to the public, but, but the point being like, help people understand who they're dealing with. And so like, I know I need to put some pictures of like my guys packing stuff and just kind of just to see, mm-hmm. you know, what we're building and what we are and who we are. I think that's, imp- I think that's important. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, in, in for, for, you know, something that's kind of, you know, important for us, um, you know, is, is now when we started the company, uh, you know, back in 2018, uh, we kind of went down that path of, okay, well, we don't want to, we don't want everyone knowing how small we are or, you know, how, you know, like this thing's running out of my house or, or that sort of stuff. But I think, you know, especially in this community, that transparency and that openness really goes to pay, you know, goes, goes a long way. And it like, it earns the respect of, of a lot of other people here. And they're like, wow, this is really cool. And you kind of get this, you know, this crowd of cheerleaders around you saying, Hey, keep going, keep going, you know, and, and they kind of help build you up so that you are capable of moving and taking to that next step. Right. Um, You know, so it, it, again, it just, it comes down to just being open with what you're doing, like, you know, and just sharing it many times so talking some other strategies there's one there's a really big one that that we need to implement that's been on my radar for a long time in terms of improvement and that's when mm-hmm. we talk about customer retention stuff i do not do a very good be- job of following up post sale we do mm, not yeah i don't know what you do i know that there's automations that exist and stuff like that like oh you know hey leave a review or you know we yep. just wanted to see how things were going that is such mm-hmm. an easy thing to do and i keep saying like i need to do that but we haven't and so 2023 goals uh big you know big mm-hmm. one is like better follow-up because nice there's a lot of people out there that i think would uh, that are just being polite, that, that might be a little bit disappointed, but aren't disappointed enough where they feel like they're going to take the initiative to go complain, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I really want to get a better understanding of that bell curve. I want to understand, mm-hmm. you know, where some more opportunities like, because I think that there's a, a number of people out there that um, would That's prefer things to be a little bit different, but just to, don't want to say something. And and they're mm-hmm. they probably won't order again. Because they're like, eh, it's just meh, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and maybe there's some opportunity to capture those people and to understand and to learn, if nothing else, just to like get that feedback, right? And so you're not going to really get that. You're not mm-hmm. going to get that feedback if you don't ask. I know that. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it hasn't been a main priority. I do know that our Shopify platform does have some automations that we can implement for that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's a, 
probably a wise thing to turn on. A lot of the times I don't feel like I'm quite ready to receive the feedback too, you know, cause it's, we're, <laughs> we're dealing with enough coming in the door already yeah. and to, to give ourselves like more emails and more things to have to respond to feels like it can be overwhelming when it's just like the three of us right now, mm -hmm. but it's still critical. Right. So, so, you know, I, there, there really is something to that because, you know, this goes back to another episode that we were talking about when it comes to customer reviews. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we started experiencing, you know, are experimenting with those, those aspects of that automation where after two weeks of delivery, we'd send out a, you know, simple little email saying, Hey, let us know how it goes. Uh, you know, let us know your thoughts, that sort of stuff. And I, I, I think that that is a, an incredibly valuable thing that we even aren't doing super well. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's something to absolutely look into, whether it's you're selling yeah. filament and, you know, you want to ask like, you know, Hey, you know, what did you print with us? You know, uh, like share a picture, tag us in social media, um, absolutely. you know, send a, you know, like send a picture of your rep box hanging on the wall, you know, that I sort am, of stuff. So, so people will do that out of just mm -hmm. kindness. And I, and I love that. Mm -hmm. And I, I always I reply, I thank them and stuff. And I'm talking about, I'll give you my, my quick and dirty customer service tips here in just a second. But on that <laughs> note, people, um, will, will reach out and there's like, Hey, I just want to share a picture. I'm using it. It's making my life better. And I go, mm -hmm. that is so awesome. Thank you for taking time out of your day to do that. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that if I reach out and ask more people to do that, I would be flooded with this stuff. And mm -hmm. we really do a terrible job. And I've said this for a long time and I've had this suggestion for a long time of just like sharing those wins, like putting up like yep. a, a gallery of like rep boxes in action, you know, like something mm -hmm. like that or using it for social media. I've, I've even gone as far as asking, is it okay if I post this? Sometimes I'll take it and I'll be like, Hey, you know, so-and-so just sent me this email. Isn't this cool? Look at their setup, you know, because a lot of it yep. is, that's, that's the real great community mm -hmm. engagement feel. And, and I appreciate yep. it. And I know that that goes a long way towards our advertising as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it helps trigger people, give them ideas about how they might want to set up their environment, uh, mm -hmm. in a, in a cleaner, more organized, better way. You know, it, mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, that could be a good tool for me. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's one of those interesting things too. Like, uh, you know, when a new 3d model drops and everyone like you know kind of gets somewhere like oh this is really cool like i see in the in twitter and in instagram people showing their prints of it uh it's it's one of those things that i i, I do believe it helps build that community um you know it's 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 something really interesting i know that we don't do it well and you know it's it, it could really help oh man uh, you there, know people are in, using gloop every day all day it'd be like just say hey take a take a quick yeah. picture of you glooping something mm -hmm. and you know put it yep. up there you know uh, mm -hmm. and then have the gloopy awards every year or whatever you know yeah whatever. i got a oh that's actually a fun idea yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. The, okay, so let's let's dive in on some more tangible stuff as mm -hmm. we're we're rounding out. Just because I I really want sure. to be as best a resource as we can for people looking for ideas. So we talk about the key being retention and engagement. So mm -hmm. and we dabbled in like okay, so customer service. Um, so we've talked mm -hmm. about two things. Like obviously, it's it's how you're responding and uh, to to people when things go wrong. You have opportunities mm -hmm. now. We've talked about to reach out proactively to solicit yep. feedback, and you're going to get a lot mm -hmm. more of that than you probably expect sometimes, depending on what you do. Keep it short and sweet. Don't send an mm -hmm. overwhelmingly long email that inevitably is like, I don't have time to read this. It's just like, yeah, hey, mm -hmm. it's Pooch from Repcord. Uh, I, I appreciate your order. Thank you so much for supporting our small business. Just want to make sure everything's how'd the build go? Like mm -hmm. everything good, like write it in a voice. So yep. I, I think you and I have a little bit of a different voice. Let's talk about that for just a second. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Because uh, there are, there are differing opinions in terms of like how you want to represent the, the company. Mm -hmm. And we, we talked about, <clears throat> A lot of times when you're just getting started, you almost want to like overstate who you are so that you feel like you're being taken mm -hmm. seriously. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you talk in the we, you talk in the, mm -hmm. you know, you, you use that voice. You love mm -hmm. to use the we. Mm -hmm. I tend to use the I, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I, I prefer people to understand that, that 
there, this is a small business and this is you're dealing with sure. me. And I, a lot of times mm-hmm. I get people excited. I'm like, oh, my God, I get, I'm actually getting to talk to Pooch. As, as silly as that sounds, I, I'm not trying to yeah. talk myself up. Mm-hmm. But but <laughs> as weird as that is, they're like, oh, my uh-huh. God, I get to talk to the owner. Right. And, yep. and like, how cool is that? Um, uh-huh. And and of course, yeah, like I want to know I am mm-hmm. that close to the operation still. Now, as we grow, I know I need to be less that way. Mm-hmm. But I still like that voice. I still yes. like people understanding that this is a personal relationship of sorts. Tell me mm-hmm. your thoughts on Absolutely. the voice. Yeah, so you know that's a that's a really interesting topic, and I think you know it, we could definitely dive way deeper in this. Um, you know, scratching the surface. You know, I typically tend to use that royal we, where you know I do like say, oh, you know, we royal do this. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 just one of those things where now the other piece that comes into us is is that I do have a business partner, I do have a co-founder. There is a and we. in many, yeah. you know, there is a we. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know many many times you know, the customers like, or even here, you know, on these podcasts, they get to see my face a lot more than the other ones. Uh, you know, and you know, the other Andrew, he does work on the, on the back end, and, you know, I'm not trying to diminish any of his, you know, his efforts here. It's, uh, you know, and so in many cases, by me using that royal we or even just saying we in general, it's also trying to be inclusive. Absolutely. Um, and I'm you not. Know, so, I'm not suggesting yeah. <laughs> that you don't, you know, recognize credit. And I, I understand. Sure. That we have a different mechanics of our ownership mm-hmm. structure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And and but there there absolutely is a point that you're you're making there. And uh, you know, I I mentioned this a little bit earlier is when when we got started, you know, we we actually didn't you know, kind of talk about ourselves. There was no about us section. There was no Andrew and Andrew. There was no, you know, just, it was just, oh, we at 3D Gloop do this. And, you know, we, we would use the scientists and and this sort of stuff, uh, you know, kind of removing that human element. And that was where it kind of, you know, we, we realized it's like, well, maybe that wasn't the best plan and when we started incorporating more of that human element we actually started to see sales pick up people were you know like more you know in in time you know like tying in with the brand uh they 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 really kind of supported things a lot more right um so there's absolutely some merit to what you're saying and it's something really you guys you know as as small business owners whether you're you know an etsy shop or you have five or ten people it's yeah it's absolutely i think important for even the owners just to get in there and get into the trenches and talk with customers um you know join live streams whatever it might be you know we have a little bit of healthy debate going on in the chat here uh grant uh from 3d musketeers (laughs) is talking about always use we always unless of course there's a screw up he takes full blame i take full blame for the screw up otherwise it's a team it's a we it's not a Mm -hmm. me perillo uh i'm i'm kind of in his camp in some regards here too where where people um are clearly a one-person business and they do the we and they try to you know overstate who they are right and so okay, i think it's yeah. i think it's a balance and i think it depends on the context right it's not a, a clearly always one way or another but I'm, I'm kind of with him i like i toyed with the idea of like should i be ceo i'm like it's ridiculous the notion of what a ceo is a lot of the time mm-hmm. when you're talking about these small businesses like there is not that that is nothing mm-hmm. analogous to what a what a traditional ceo is and so Mm-hmm. I, I go back to just founder owner um, as, a, mm-hmm. as a, a startup uh, business because I, I don't want to overstate who we are. And mm-hmm. frankly, I don't think it's in our interest to overstate. I, I think that there's yep. a lot of value in people understanding the size of your business and who you're engaging with and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I see arguments for both, and I think it just depends mm-hmm. on on the context. Um, but to get back to the whole voice thing, the reason I brought it up was – we're talking about customer interaction. So whether it's uh, mm-hmm. you're choosing to you know, proactively reach out or you're having to respond to something, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you what works for me. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to take notes, anybody wants actionable stuff, but like the base <laughs> stuff, and this is actually appropriate because I am training somebody now to be the level one support guy below me because mm-hmm. I just don't have capacity to do all of it. And so, mm-hmm. I, it, which is, it was just good. We're growing and I am level two. So if it, if it has to, it gets escalated, but 80, 20, there's two reasons I'm training this guy. One, he's on my production team and I want to close the loop. So he has some context of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. When you screw up the order, 
and mm-hmm. th- there are people that send us emails and I want you yep. to see and learn how to resolve those things and to understand and to get some context around like, Hey, if I've got five customers complaining about this same thing, maybe there's some opportunity to do it a little differently here. So there's some, sure. there's some good training mm-hmm. going on, but absolutely part of the training is I am coaching on the voice that I want you to use. I have no problem with him saying, Hey, this is, you know, using his own name and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's, it's always uh default to, Humility. I'm so. No matter how much somebody's coming guns blazing or ridiculous mm-hmm. it is, I I do have one guideline for him. I've said if they're cussing at you, if they're overly verbally abusive, immediately escalate them to me. I do not want mm-hmm. you to feel like you're having to weather any kind of abuse. I, I, mm-hmm. I that is not you. You are not paid yep. for that. That is not your thing. So that yep. is rule number one. Rule number two is we always use the we're so, so thank thank you so much for letting us know the problem reaching out even if it's something that they clearly broke on their own or whatever I apologize mm-hmm. for the inconvenience we always take a position of humility you know and all this stuff mm-hmm. it's I I hear you I recognize mm-hmm. your problem so you re- restate mm-hmm. like I, I I and here's what we're gonna do about it and you respond mm-hmm. within 24 hours. So that those mm-hmm. are the, those are our guidelines for support. Everybody yep. that emails or hits us on the contact form or the thing is going to get a response within a reasonable amount of time during business hours. During business hours, we have business hours. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the chat. We have automation on there that says like if you try to chat us, then we're not there. It'll say hey, you know, you can send us an email. We'll get to it as soon as we're back in the office. Okay, mm-hmm. but we're setting some some basic guidelines, and then it's again humility. You know, this is, and, and I, I, I encourage him, use your name. Like this is, you know, Mike, I'm just using mm-hmm. a fake name from Repcord. Uh, so sorry. Like, and we will acknowledge the problem and oftentimes say like, I want to share this with our production team. Mm-hmm. We want to do better. Here's what we're doing for you. Tracking to follow. It's, it's so, it sounds so ob- obvious and simple, but just doing those basic things. Yep wins mm-hmm. over so many people because they, yep. they weren't even expecting to get a response in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to do. Like if you, if you're mm-hmm. doing that, you're better than a lot of people out there. <laughs> and that's terrible. <laughs> Isn't it though? I mean, I, am uh-huh. I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah. I, I don't know. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. It's just, it's, it's sad that, that that's all it takes is just, you know, to respond many cases. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so tonality as James brings it is, uh, is as much a branding exercise as your logo is. That's a very good point, mm-hmm. you know, like who, who are you? So, uh, you know, those are some tips that have worked for us over the years and have won over repeat customers, uh, time and time mm-hmm. again, there are more tools out there. Some people have joking about AI is Andrew and St. Prentice mm-hmm. in the chat was asking yep. if, if Andrew's an yep. AI, he is, he's a very sophisticated AI. But there are more tools uh, coming out. Uh, you know, with Chat GBT has been huge in the mm-hmm. in social media this week and in the previous just as of late. And and so as those things come online, what what are your thoughts on that? Because I've had I've gotten into some debates about uh-huh. oh well, you know, you don't need to do that. You can just like have these chat bots that are out there. Mm. I, See, I don't so, know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm so. If you look, if you take a look at our branding and, you know, you look at our company lore, right, we're all about, again, you know, AI and all of that other fun stuff. But you can't, I, I, I'm a firm believer, you cannot remove the human element from that customer service. You might be able to wrap around some generic, like, programmatic things like, oh, hey, you know, we see that someone's asking about an order. It's like, okay, hey, here's information about your order. But, you know, I know personally, like, it's like, if I, you know, if I'm trying to get to talk to someone. I want to talk to someone. I don't want to talk to a robot. I don't want to talk to, I just want to talk to someone. And so how can we make that as short as possible to talk to someone? Um, you know, so, so Grant screaming, no chat bots, calm down, Grant. We, we hear you. (laughs) Uh, no, I, I, what's interesting is ours. Um, I don't know. There, there are ways to, to put guardrails on the, the default Shopify chat bot. Um, mm-hmm. and there are some useful tools because a lot of, a lot of people are just like, Hey, can I get my tracking info? And there is a, yeah. there is an, there is an it, interface for that, mm-hmm. but yeah. it, it is not, 
it, it, thankfully it's not so invasive that you have to navigate all these things before you can get to a human. Like it'll immediately ping anytime somebody yep. is like trying to chat and I can watch mm-hmm. and see if they just got, Oh, perfect. Got the tracking. I'm good to go. And they're gone. So mm-hmm. I, I actually like that approach and there are ways to kind of fine tune it and there's ways to uh, put an auto responder up so they know like, Hey, I'm out in the shop. So I'm not immediately mm-hmm. sitting there just waiting to, to chat, but I'll get to it as quickly as we can. And and that's a great place Absolutely. for us to brand as well. Cause we say, Hey, we're, you know, we're, we're small and mighty and we're, we're going to get to this as quickly as we can. We hear you. Um, mm-hmm. and that's worked out great for us. I think that was a huge value add when Shopify put that on their platform. Um, Chris Perillo's comment, it's all about listening. I mean, we said that as well. Mm-hmm. You got to listen yep. and acknowledge. The other little tidbit that I would add, my little secret sauce I'm going to share is take the opportunity to like go a step further and just ask a uh, leading question sometimes. So you get your feedback. You say, I hear you. I know we're going to do this. Hey, by the way, how did the build go? Or, or mm-hmm. if it's somebody you know, or if they mention something personal in the thing like, um, I was up late because, you know, my, our, our, um, it's the only time I have because we just had a baby or something like that. Like, that's a great opportunity mm-hmm. to engage back with like, congrats on your new kid. G- give yeah. some little piece of like human interaction to the whole thing <laughs> so that they don't think they're talking to an AI and that they know they're talking yeah. to a human. And like, that goes like amazingly far guys. And it takes yep. no effort whatsoever. Like that you, you'll be surprised how much little extra stuff people want to tell you about what their experience has been. And it gives you a great opportunity to engage. So again, engagement, Mm -hmm. listening, fixing the problem and engaging. Mm -hmm. And, and I I get people like emailing me back after the fact, long after the sale telling me, Hey, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen this. Like I, I came up with this custom roller expansion. Like there are so many cool little accessories people have made for our product that are all over principles and thing of verse. Mm -hmm. And they want to just genuinely like, Hey, I made this and I just wanted you to see it and share it. And sometimes I'll tweet about it or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the gold. That is the gold. That that is Mm -hmm. absolutely. (laughs) Uh, And it costs you, it literally costs you nothing, but a few seconds of time, um, which, Mm -hmm. you know, becomes more and more valuable as you go. Those are the the harder things to teach. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody has that gift of gab or customer service uh, centric thing, Mm -hmm. but you'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. You can get that little personal nugget in there. That's, that's gold people. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and that yeah, you know the other thing that Perillo's mentioned. He, speaking of gold mine here, is just just throwing up great stuff. Uh, it's very clear when somebody wants to just vent versus solve a problem. Yep. Clue number one is: Do they even give you the re- ability to respond? Right, like where they use that <laughs> fake name, they know they're being an asshat, and just you know, yeah. uh, like I'm just gonna yell at you, and you can't even respond, which is just like <laughs> we we've had some of those. Say too, it to yeah. my face, God! Like, yep. what was wrong with these people? My yeah. address, mm-hmm. guys, is, is for the shop address is clearly on the website and stuff. Come say it to my face if you dare. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I will throw that out there um, because I guarantee you the conversation will be completely different if you come and you see what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we're, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry something got uh, cracked or forgotten and stuff. Like if you, when you see the chaos that we really are, you might, you know. <laughs> have a little bit of empathy but uh i don't know i don't i don't want anybody's yeah. pity and ultimately like this stuff fuels us to to do better so it's it's all good mm-hmm. it's all good yeah um all right we have to wrap up we've done a solid 60 uh well mm-hmm. we're, we're closing in on a solid we're, 60 yeah what uh what's some last minute advice tibbets other things that uh, in the context of your customers we you know we we mm-hmm. kind of dabbled on like the, the customer value we've talked about, let's sum it up. Your yep. metric, where can people learn mm-hmm. more about customer well, uh, yeah. customer value? So, so yeah, like so metrics. so I mean, just look up that customer lifetime value. Yeah, I mean, it can be called a lot of different things. Uh, but yeah, so looking up your lifetime value per customer, customer lifetime value, uh, you know, uh, basically a recurring customer rate, uh, you know, all of those things. Those really play a big role into how do you project and forecast as a business owner? Because even if you are a one-off product, there are going to be multiple people that are going to come back and they're going to buy replacements. Or let's say, for instance, you, you know, you have a product and it, it eventually has a lifespan and it breaks. 
You know, does a customer give you the benefit of the doubt? Like, oh, I broke it, I know. Or do they come back and they, you know, like, do they order from you? Or how, how you know, how does that play into your business model? Um, and, you know, how, how do you grow from there? And, and then other things like, what is your customer acquisition cost? That's another huge one. So we yeah. didn't even really dive into this. Is like as a growing business, if you're starting from nothing and you have to get customers, what is your customer acquisition cost? You, in many cases, you should really understand this, break this down and include that in your product markup. So, you know, I know that, for instance, for us, that's going to cost is. more when you're trying to make a name for yourself, when you're just getting started, right? Exactly. And so for us, we don't really do any advertising, but we do have, you know, in industry influencers, you know, content creators, whatever, we might allow them to give away products. We sure. might, you know, sponsor giveaways, you know, whatever it might be. And so we have, you know, as a, as a business, we understand about how much that is per month or how many bottles we're going to give away. We kind of have a budget in mind so that we know this is our customer acquisition costs. And, you know, it, it just kind of feeds into those calculations yeah. to get a good understanding of like, okay, how much can we afford to spend on advertising? We don't advertise right now, but in the future, we are going to plan on advertising as we've, you know, kind of grown a little bit and, you know, pay paying for those Facebook ads, those Instagram ads, whatever it might be. Yeah. Understanding what it costs to get a customer. And then after we get that customer, as I was saying, we have a reoccurring customer rate. So how many of those customers come back and then how long, you know, is it till they come back and then how much money can we expect to make off that customer? Yeah. Cause again, a business is in business to make money, right. you know, and it's okay to understand this and accept this. And yes, your you need to treat your customers with respect and, you know, kindness and, and all of this other stuff. But as the business owner, you also have to understand like, how do you make the customer work for you? Because you mm. have to make money in order to keep it working. You know, and again, I'm, I'm being a little blunt here, but you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but, but it's a very important part of it too. Like I understand, mm -hmm. like, and I, I think that's where we pair interestingly. Like I, I, I am much less metrics, much more like human interface. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but, but there is merit to, to both. And honestly, having that business intelligence tool is huge. The other thing I would add would, would be that it, you don't have to be like, yes, you can budget. Hopefully, if you're mm -hmm. if you have an advertising budget or marketing advertising budget, you know, you know what you want to generally add uh, work on. Mm -hmm. And you're going to mm -hmm. you're going to look at how that performs and then you're going to decide if it's worth doing, continue doing. And you can there's a lot of there's no one right way for everybody to do it. You're going to throw some stuff up there and it's going to some stuff's going to work. Some stuff's not. Sometimes it's it's about the messaging that you use, like you just didn't have a good mm -hmm. ad that resonated. Sometimes you didn't segment your targeted uh, yep. people correctly. Like it's, it takes a little bit of, um, you know, messing around mm -hmm. with and, and it's, uh, it can be an expensive proposition. <laughs> right. And so yep. when you're bootstrapped and you don't have a, a healthy marketing advertising budget, but the other things that go mm -hmm. into that besides buying ads of some kind mm -hmm. are, are things like you're talking about. Like anytime you're doing giveaways or going to, you know, like all mm -hmm. that stuff falls into our marketing advertising promotional budget. Discounts. Right? You're going to give a discount on your product. Exactly. Like sometimes you say, Hey, new customers are going to get a 20% discount. And also, you know, you do have to take into consideration. How does that make your previous customers feel uh, or your reoccurring customers feel? I think I saw a message in the chat where you see these telecom companies like, Oh, new signups get, you know, uh, you know, our, our yearly contract thing for 99 bucks a month for internet or whatever it is. And it's only for new customers, but it's like, right. I've been a faithful customer for years. What, what are you doing for me? Oh, man. The, you know, yeah, the ISPs and, are the and, notorious for that. I hate it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, how do you, you know, cause again, this all goes into your customer acquisition costs. It's like, if I'm going to give a discount of 25% for a bottle of Gloop, I'm making less money on that, right. but it means I could make more potential sales I may be able to access people that I wasn't able to access before right, and right. then convert those people. But also how does that impact other people who have bought our product before? Uh, and, and it's a very complex issue. So, For sure. you know, you don't have to go into the details. You could just kind of say, okay, well, Hey, we're just going to wing it. And a lot of times that was, that's what we do. We yeah. wing it until we get it. And if it, 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 it doesn't, you know, <laughs> 
So I think the one last thing I'd like to wrap up with that we didn't add to is I think it's about meeting people where they want to be. So Sam Prentice mentioned this. Sure. Liz actually had a comment earlier in the chat about a phone call going a long way. We are in an mm-hmm. age where people don't generally want to be on the phone anymore. I'm not, I don't, I don't like phone calls. They're disruptive mm-hmm. to the day and they're not like, I don't have the luxury of having somebody <laughs> operators standing by uh, to, yeah. to answer calls. Right. And so, um, but, uh, sometimes like that you, when you're following up, people just want, like, I'll get emails every once in a while. Like, Hey, we want to place this order, but I have some questions. Can somebody just call me about this? And I'll, I'll call, like, I'll call mm-hmm. if that's their preferred communication method. I'm not above it. Um, it, you know, a lot of times, uh, yes, you know, we could probably answer it with an email or, or, or whatever else, but, um, you know, mm-hmm. having an understanding of what the customer needs and wants and communicating in the way they want to communicate, uh, can be mm-hmm. a big value add as well. Sure. Right. And then mm-hmm. just hearing a voice, right? Like hearing a mm-hmm. human voice on the other end, that's applying that humanity I talked about. So, you know, yep. lots of good tidbits, uh, guys in the, in the chat. I, I hope, uh, anybody that's been watching has felt like they've gotten some stuff that they uh some nuggets that that, that, that have been useful to them um mm-hmm. we encourage you to give us feedback we know that uh usually i disclaim at the top of the show but uh, we don't <laughs> pretend to have it figured all out you know all figured out we're oh, we're learning as we go heavens too. no <laughs> I've, I've shared with you guys some stuff that i know we need to work on uh better and um mm-hmm. you know we, we uh we all grow better together, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. rising tide lifts all benches. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, like we can, we can all, we're all in it together. But we appreciate you guys being here. We hope that you continue to enjoy your weekend, that you have a, a safe and relaxing and comfortable weekend, and that you get to do something that makes you happy. Uh, because in the end of the day, that's, uh, that's what it's about, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It's my it's my podcast. It's our podcast, uh, so we can we can give all the opinions we want, right, Andrew? Yep, that's it. All right, man. Well, listen, this has been uh this has been an awesome conversation, and I look forward to seeing you guys uh, next week for more uh, exciting stuff. We'll we'll pick another topic. Maybe that sustainability piece uh, mm. would be good. Yeah, and I think that's yep. uh, that's. That'd be appreciated on multiple fronts and multiple business models. Talking about mm-hmm. avoiding the burnout. Yeah. Because, oh. man, is that hard sometimes. Yep. So, teaser for yep. next time. Are we in? Are we committing to that right now? Right now? Then we don't have to I mean, frantically pick I something it's... on Thursday night. <laughs> hey, I think it's a great one, you know? Right. Uh, but, there you know, let's let's ask people, you know, what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? <laughs> you want to hear about sustainability and burnout and avoiding it? Tell us in the chat. Tell us on the Twitters. Tell us wherever uh, you want. Give us a call if you like. Uh, we'll post mm-hmm. Andrew's phone number in the description. <laughs> He's always <laughs> eager to get your calls. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Have a fantastic weekend, and we will catch you on the next Maker That Money with Pooch and Andrew of 3D Gloop. Bye-bye. See ya.